Blog Talk Radio. Everybody, welcome to the Neil and Christmas Psychic Hour. Uh, here we are on our regular day. We're back to our regular schedule here, and um, I'm trying to post the show to our show page. Oh, there it goes. I don't know what's going on with um, Blog Talk Radio, and they're not allowing. Uh, so I can only post to our uh, regular page now via Blog Talk Radio. I have to manually post everything. It's so annoying. I don't understand. It's a Facebook change that doesn't allow the blog talk or blog talk radio's function to post the show to your, if you have a, like a regular profile and then pages, it previously would allow you to post to those pages via the Facebook button. It was very easy, like here, right? Mm. Now it only allows posting to the Facebook page, the main page, and then and then you have to go in manually to Facebook and post everything, which is aggravating. Anyway, and I think I forgot to post the phone number on two of our posts, but that's okay. Anyway, I am um, doing that right now and letting people know how to get in touch with us here on the air. 914-338-0164 is the call-in number. And of course, we would love it if you joined us on Facebook and on Twitter. Those accounts are linked on our Blog Talk Radio profile, Neil and Kristen Baker, Psychic. You know, something I wanted to mention is I have seen in various posts people talking about certain individuals not having souls, um, you know, like murderers or people that are cruel, etc. And there is, I mean, there are beings that walk the planet that are soulless, obviously, that are, you know, not connected to, that they're not real humans, maybe aliens. Um, but but to call a human being soulless for, for, versus a dark, having a dark soul is a big distinction. Yeah, I mean, metaphorically, someone can be soulless, you know, emotionally speaking, metaphorically speaking, humanistically speaking. But we all have, as far as humans are concerned, no, far we all have, to have souls. Sorry, I'm it's, it's, my just, coffee. it's just part of the process of being rooted to the earth. We don't, we don't come back at, without a soul because the soul is what compels us to come back, not the body. It's not the body that brings us back. It's the soul. I mean, the actions the of the body, body bring right. The but, but I mean that to clarify, the actions of the body are collected within the soul and then those 
actions cause a return. Yeah. So, I, I mean, mean, the body does way, in some way. It's like going to the grocery store and you're looking at all the canned vegetables and one of the cans doesn't have any contents in it, but it's sealed. There's nothing in it. It's just, it, it could it happen? <laughs> I, I guess. I, guess. I mean, I'm, I'm a human being can turn into an elephant. <laughs> you know, I don't know. I haven't so, seen that happen. Uh, among Republicans, I hear. <laughs> but uh, the idea that we are soulless is just ridiculous. Um, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. Unless, unless you're talking about, you know, a being from another planet that is not that doesn't have any human um, content. I mean, that's not that that's not of the earth. But if you're talking like John Wayne Gacy, you know, um, Ted oh, Bundy, yeah. they have souls. They have dark souls. They have, they have dark, dark souls. Dark, dark <laughs> but they, soul. you know, but people call them soulless, and that's just a misnomer. Well. That's just a little tidbit topic. You know, too, it, it suggests at what point is the soul activated? Now, it's our belief that the soul is oh. activated before birth. There's, there's a soul in the birth. Now, according to, to our Genesis, um, and this is according to Genesis and, and the Torah, that, um, that God formed the human, Adam, from the dust of the earth, but, but then... Put into he, him a living later, soul he after. Into him. Right. So it, he was more like a vessel. So we equate breathing with life. So, um, and this was an issue that was brought about abortion, you know, when the Roman Catholic conception, conception of, of birth when it starts, is that as the opposed point? to other religions, even um, Muslim or Judaism. Yeah, Catholics life, believe believe that birth begins. I mean, life begins at the point of conception. Conception. Right. And um, there was an article that uh, that the Jewish religion believes, well, at least at this point, from this article that life begins that life begins with the first breath, and that prior to that, the woman's life is what's required. You know, the safety of the life of the woman is holding the fetus. Um, but it isn't until the um, baby is born and takes its first breath. Now, at what point is there a soul? Well, it's, you know, it's hard to determine. Do souls, do souls sort of wait in the wings until the baby comes out and breathes, and then the soul jumps into the baby? Or is the soul already in the fetus? What we have to determine is if you take a fetus out of a woman's body prior to to birth, let's say in the third or fourth month, will that baby survive? No. Not gonna survive. I mean, well, there are cases where there, you know, very premature babies are born and there is survival. Sure, there's early there there's are some exceptions, but at three or four months will yes. survive, at two months no. won't survive. So, you know, what we're saying is that Well abortions that to be clear, I think are only allowed up to the. I can't. I can't remember what the rule on abortions is, but anyway, it's not. You know, at four months, yeah, women are are getting most abortions generally, unless there's some medical reasons reason for it. 
Um, you know, but when we're talking about, it's difficult because when we're talking about preservation and the honoring of life, you know, even when we get down to the lower animal kingdom, but like salmon eggs, you know, we're trying to preserve the eggs so that salmon, because they're, they're endangered. And so we have to deter, we have to really determine what, where the value of life and the, um, the honoring of life occurs and to what extent, under what circumstances. Now, it's not a general rule that, you know, anyone can just, well, I guess anyone can just have a fetus, but we're, we're also talking about when a woman's life is in jeopardy or what if a woman was raped or something like this. You know, do we make excuses? The question is, well, can we make excuses and still commit abortion? Or at that point... Well, are we... Are we the question is, is the soul being pushed yeah. out of the... Of, uh, I mean, a soul that is supposed to be incarnated being, you know, pushed out of... Well, that's not a problem because the soul will ultimately be pushed out when the body dies anyway. I know that, but... The but, soul doesn't need the body. Right, Only but... for the energy of your life on Earth. But is there... Then the, the, but the idea is this. I mean, is... Should the soul have been incarnated if the abortion wasn't to occur? Or is the soul not in the body at the time of the abortion? Then, you know, we talk about, like, stillbirths. Women that have, you know... Ex- and, and they don't know they're going to be have have stillborn children, and they're you know up to the point of their nine months are are thinking they're carrying a healthy child, and and then uh, they they go into the operating room and have a stillbirth child, and and um, you know in, in that case where where is the soul? I mean, was the soul it was there a soul intended to be connected to the body or is this a matter of karma and there was no soul connected to that, 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 that stillborn child, because, you know, that could be a karmic destiny that the parents have to face rather than a loss of a soul. Because you also have to determine the rights of the woman who has the baby. I mean, um, if, if the woman's life is in jeopardy, completely in jeopardy. Well, sometimes, I mean, the fetus isn't even viable. And so there, there, are, there are cases where the, the fetus isn't viable or, you know, and, the, and it would grow to full term without the abortion and the woman would be forced to give birth to a child that would never survive. So without abortion, I mean, and we're talking about a fetus that they know that will grow in the womb but doesn't have a brain or something like that. And there's, you know, no possibility of survival. And so under, you know, under certain laws of abortion, if, if abortion is restricted, women with children that are babies, fetuses that are not viable, have to carry them to term and give birth. I mean, that is such a, so traumatizing. Yeah. Right. And, and it disgusting. To, and it there gets, can't be a soul connected to a, a a baby that has no chance of surviving. How can there be? Right. And then it gets into other more detailed matters, you know, um, or contraceptives, 
that's stopping the soul, you know, um, ups- Right. Well, when you, I do get into conservative, like Roman Catholic, really conservative Roman Catholic belief, birth control is not supposed to be used. Yeah. However, Um, most thinking Roman Catholics use birth control or if they're not trying to get get pregnant, you know, and then you get down to, well, you can't have sex before marriage. And then it gets deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper, you know, or not deeper. Yeah. So the, uh, the idea is the, the bait is continuous. But when we get down to the basics of our, the confinement of our show, what, what, what happens to the soul? The soul, the soul is, uh, is coming to the earth for a karmic reason. And that if, 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 in my estimation, if the body is destroyed and the soul is, is no Eternal engaged in the, in the body, body, but the soul, the soul remains. Will, the soul, the, another energy will produce that soul body. Well, but that, then you got to get into all different kinds of things. For instance, the the soul of a human being is also connected to its heritage. In other words, it's the, the karma goes to mother and father. The karma goes to a lineage. The karma goes to a deep energy. The soul just doesn't pop into anyone's family and, and takes off. There's a certain connective history, soul-wise, that has to occur. Now, is it possible that um, that there's a karmic reason? I mean, we do have abortions. They they have been created. It does happen. It even happened before there was medicine, before there were procedures, so to speak. Um, so the, the idea is the idea is at what point at what point can we can we apply karma when it's very very difficult to to define exactly where that karma starts and ends in terms of any particular situation so the well, last definition of karma is that well if a mother and if a mother and father gives birth to a child, they could give it up to adoption. They could abandon it. They could end up even killing it after life. So when we get into this idea of um, what, how does the soul connect to karma, it's very hard to pinpoint the specifics of a soul's destination. And when and where a soul starts and stops its earthly existence, and for what purpose? Well, yeah, and again, then you get into the idea of miscarriages. Women that have miscarriages, is there a soul connected to that that fetus when this woman miscarries a baby? Yeah, I mean, it it is. I mean, the grief that a woman experiences can be tremendous losing a child. But is the, is is there any soul really connected to that to that to that energy within her? You know, I mean, it would make it easier on a on a level of grief if a, the loss of the child didn't feel like a loss of an actual soul. That if 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 
at the point that a woman lost a child, there was a, a definite answer. Well, the soul isn't connected to this um, physical being growing inside of you, then it would be a lot different, I think. I mean, it would be easier to 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 go through the grieving process of a miscarriage than, than if you thought, you know, you're expecting, you know, a, a child to be produced. Well, it takes us back to your original statement about, you know, it can, first of all, can a human being be soulless, literally soulless, without a soul? We can't really define a soul. We don't know what a soul looks like. We believe that a soul is the energy of God. The body is the physicality, the, the manifestation of, of life. But the soul is supposed to be connected to the breath of God and some other cosmic universal energy that literally um, can be damned, but it can't literally be destroyed. We've got a caller. We have a caller. I'm going to bring on 774, area code. Hello, 774. Hi. Hi. This is Emily calling. How are you? Um, I'm sorry. You're you're echoing terribly. Oh. We can't. Oh, I'll call back. I'm so sorry. I don't, I don't mean to be echoing. Maybe no, no, it's okay. Do you okay. have, are you on speaker? You sound like you're like in a bathroom or something. <laughs> Is like that a better? lot. Is, that's is that better? better? That is. Okay. Okay. Great. I um. I'm just sitting here listening to you guys talk about this, and I just find it so fascinating. And um. And if I could share sort of what I feel. This, yeah. This, who is this it? Our, What's your name? What's that? My we name. Did, I Emily. Oh, Emily. Yeah, uh, Emily. We remember Absolutely. you. Absolutely. Give us the ideas. Uh, they're always welcome. Go ahead. Again, your Thank birthday, you. real quick. One three eighty three, and you're the purse maker, right? For the artist, <laughs> yes, artist, yeah. Okay, graphic yeah. design type. Person. Okay, okay, yeah. So go ahead. Yeah, I, I just, I had to. I felt like I. Thank you for letting me chime in. I. Um, oh yeah. You know, it's my thought that, that like you, you had mentioned that the soul cannot be destroyed. I mean, it's we come in and we go out and I feel like that's already sort of determined, you know, beforehand, like it's all planned. And, and when we, when a, a child goes before it makes its way all the way into the physical in the, in the event of a miscarriage, it's my belief that, um, that that was that soul, that was, that was the time that wanted, that, that was what it needed to do to come here to teach us something, to learn something, whatever it is, whatever the journey for, you know, for the people here in the physical that were invested in that pregnancy or, or and that soul, I just, if that makes sense, I feel like um, there certainly is, it, it would be, I don't, you know, we, we, I don't feel like we could say that, that, that the, that a lost child, you know, through miscarriage doesn't have a soul and that soul just sort of just goes away. It, it certainly, it exists through time and space and it just sort of, goes back up and then, you know, maybe next time, it, it, however long it was supposed to be here, that was that journey. I guess that's just what I wanted to say. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's interesting because, you know, a soul comes into the earth because of karma. 
And so, uh-huh. yeah, I mean, it's possible that your theory is right, that it's part of the karmic journey of that soul to in, integrate for a brief period into the family unit in, mm-hmm. in a non-physical way and mm-hmm. then, and then, you know, go back on its soul journey and then perhaps return in well, another it is in a physical way. Like even if you make like a child, you know, from conception, would you agree that that's physical or no? Well, it's physical, but the, chi- the soul is not going through a physical journey on the planet. The soul right. is, is still within the womb. So a part of a soul's process in returning to the earth to face karma and, and deal with karma is being born into the earth, not just existing in a womb. But could one argue, though, and I'm not trying to be, like, argumentative at all. No, no. I'm just wondering, no, like, if, could one argue, though, that, like, you know, that being in the womb is, in fact being here connected to the earth. I mean, I know feet aren't necessarily like in dirt, but I guess I just like where I, my brain goes, the way that I always thought of it, like that is the baby in the womb, no matter how, you know, what is it? Like a zygote or something when it's first <laughs> conceived I, is, is in, certainly in the physical, but I mean, yeah. I guess that it, I it depends on how saying. you look at it. I mean, I think it's yeah. my, my personal belief is it's more karma for the parents than it is for the soul. Because how can the soul, right. I mean, what kind of karma is the soul going through? There's no real existence beyond the womb. So the but soul like, is not come into the earth to experience and resolve karma. There's no opportunity so, for it. But do you think that perhaps, see, I, I always believe, I tell my kids, like, thank you for choosing me. I think I know they chose me. Do you think that perhaps the the soul that was, you know, the, the child that was lost in a miscarriage, do you think that they came in to teach the the mother, the, or again, like the people that were invested, they came in as that teacher that was their purpose? Because I feel like we're all here as teachers or learners, right? Or I mean both, really. I, I mean, and it's I just, possible. That's a possible. I, I mean, I, I don't think we, like, can never, we can ever know. You know what I mean. It being in the human form, we can never know what the mysteries of the soul uh, experience are. Would so, you, I, I, would you explain like the karma thing? Do you are you saying like if you have a miscarriage, you're being punished in some way? I don't want to say punished. I, I don't want to say punished. Uh-huh. Oh, it's. It, 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 no, you know, I'm like fascinated. I'm not getting mad or anything. I just am just totally No, fascinated. I don't want to say punished, but I mean, you know, uh-huh. you know, you get, you go for a job that you want and, and you don't get uh-huh. it. You want that right? job or you, you come in and you want a career and you're very talented and, and, right. and, and you don't have that career. You're being punished. I mean, well, but could one argue that maybe that's not like what we want sometimes isn't necessarily like what's meant for us in this physical journey? You know it, could, it could also mean that there are karmic limitations that don't allow a full expression of a person's desires or, or, or talents, and that yeah. could be a karmic situation. Um, 
So what was what, I'm sorry? What was your question again? Repeat I mean, your question. No, sorry. No. Oh no. I guess I it wasn't really a question. I was just think, more thinking like. Yeah. Yeah. If you if 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 you have a miscarriage, I oh, mean, I feel like I feel like what I'm hearing yeah. is that you're being punished. But I, um, I guess I look at it differently. I feel like I look at the things that are really bad that happen to us in life. You know, are really hard. Like. I don't look at those as punishments. I look at them as like, okay, like my my guides are my sort of a GPS system throughout this journey. But I, if I have free will, so I take a hard left when I wasn't supposed to, they're like rerouting and they just like reroute me back on my path. But whenever something bad happens to me or I don't get something, I, I guess my brain doesn't go like I'm being punished. Like this is my karmic, you know, whatever. But I, I guess that's just the way I look at it. I, yeah. I look at it as like, well, that wasn't supposed to happen for me. That's a good, I mean, it's a good healthy attitude, first yeah, of all. Uh, well, when, uh, some, some part of your comments surround the issue of whether we, if things are conducted by fate and they're meant to be and everything is part of learning. Oh, wait, I'm so sorry. Uh, I missed what you said, that, that they're part of our what? Our faith? That, that the question is, you know, it, are, are our existences conducted by fate where everything is oh, meant to be? Or and chance, it, right. That's part of the life yeah. cycle that we're following yeah, through fate cool. and we really don't have a choice. Or when mm. and if free will is involved yeah. in the discussion of how we conduct ourselves in, in life. And, we have to. you know, can children teach us things? Oh, yeah. Can, yeah. can the can the teacher become the student and the student become the teacher? Absolutely. So I think that in the vast array of defining what life is, we don't have to confine ourselves to any one specific. I think. Oh, yeah. Point, yeah. Go ahead. Oh, no, no. I, I totally, I'm just oh. agreeing with you. Like, I think it's really important to have an open mind. And I mean, again, I, I just, this is sort of where my belief system or, I guess it's not really my belief system because that implies like, I don't know, for me it's just like, it's my truth. Well, you know. It really well, is. I mean, I'm, not, but I'm, open well, to other, I'm, I'm open to hearing what other people say and curious. That's why I call no, it. No, your truth, your truth is highly respected. I mean, even in biblical lore, it says don't suffer the children for they know the wisdom of God or something like that. Mm. Yeah. You know, our, the essence, the essence of the of the astonishment and the so-called innocence of children can lead to great parts of, of discovery and insight. So it isn't to say right. that we have to define really what the soul is or the body is. We don't need to. Mm-hmm. It's there whether we like it or not. At least the body is. But I mean, and, I want to... And, you know, as far as punishment, punishment is concerned... Even. Punishment becomes really by way of, of culture. What is punishable mm-hmm. in one culture may not be punishable in another. Mm-hmm. So, you know, are the people in Ukraine being punished? You know, ridiculous. It's a matter of, it's a matter of the scope of the mind of human mm-hmm. over human and what we decide is permissible and what we decide is not. But the, the problem is that we as human beings have the ability to kill punish. So it's really a human condition more than I think it is a godly condition. But I mean, uh, go ahead, Emily, go ahead. 
No, 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 you go, you go. Yeah. No, what I was going to say is, I mean, regarding the, the miscarriage statement, you know, it, you talk about lessons versus punishment, karmic lessons. So right. it's not necessarily an idea of karmic a punishment, but there are lessons right. that, that, that we, we have to learn. Right. And I mean, every, each individual has a different, yeah. a different um, karmic condition and uh-huh. makeup. So our lessons are individualized. And like Neil said, totally. you know, is Ukraine being punished. I mean, what, I mean, well, is it karma? You know, what, you know, go I, ahead. I guess I feel, sorry, but like when you say that, I guess what, where I, my brain goes is like, you know, we are all, like the way I view and sense the world is, um, is in its like greatest sense. And then all the people within it and my connection to them and the, and the earth, you know, but there's, you know, I think there's quite, there's plenty of people walking around that view and sense the world much differently. And that really does not have anything to do with, you know, sort of outside of their, it's more how everything's like, it's more about them. If, if that makes sense, sort of more narcissistic view of things. If, I mean, without for lack of a better term. But, like, I guess I'm thinking that on a soul level, you know, coming here, we choose it, and it's about learning to be human, on, you know, here with other humans, and, um, and we do that knowing that, that we are, there's going to be environmental factors that are out of our control, there's going to be things that other people do that are out of our control, and it's sort of how we learn to sit in uncomfortable, and I'm not, I mean, what's going on in Ukraine is way more than uncomfortable, I don't mean to like dumb it down or hug it at all, but I'm just saying like, we, I think we're not supposed to be here to be comfortable, we're supposed to be here to learn how to sit in the uncomfortable, and I'm not saying anybody deserves pain or like the horrible things that are happening. Nobody deserves that. But um, I just feel like, um, you know, to sort of, yeah, I I think just across the board, we're supposed to be here to learn how to sit in those really uncomfortable moments and be, you know, do that. Well, I mean, our our view is that we are here to resolve karma. And so... Not necessarily a choice to come. I mean, uh-huh. unless you elect to come back to the planet to to, to save someone's life or or, or do great works, most yeah. people are not here to. They don't elect to come to the planet. They are. They come back to the planet because of unresolved karma, not because of a conscious choice of well, I'm going to journey down to earth. Because I want to sit in uncomfortableness. I mean, I don't mean to insult well, your like, point. Of no, no, that. you're not insulting me. No, no, I, I'm please, like, no, you're not insulting me. But what I'm just, I'm, I'm curious because what I hear, like, when I hear what you're saying, is, it feels like, we come back here, like, like I feel like you, when you're humans, we have all these human feelings that, you know, souls don't have, they're not, they're not, they don't have these feelings that we have. They don't have these, they don't experience things the way that we do in the human form. And it's really hard to be a human, I think. And I, I don't feel like, like from what, I guess what I'm wondering is, is your, is it your point of view that the soul is punished for 
maybe not knowing it, like how to swim in a human world. Do you, does that make sense? Like, yeah, no, I, I, I don't know. I just no, I feel no, no, differently. It, I guess. I don't, I don't believe it's a form of punishment, but let's look at it this way: If you're in the sixth grade or in the seventh grade or in high school mm-hmm. and you don't pass the course, you're not punished. Right. You may have to go back and repeat it. You may have to get a tutor. You may have to get a, somebody to help you out. Or you just move forward with a lower grade. I think our right. souls are, are, are conditioned to, to either rise or lower uh-huh. according to our yeah. performance. So a lot of our lives so is about like... That's yeah, also, the, in other words, like your, the way you respond to things. The way, well, well mm-hmm. it's not just respond, mm-hmm. because that makes you inactive. It's uh, the way that your one inter, interconnects with life and learns how to work with it, whether it's uncomfortable or not. I mean, you know, we talk about homeless people that, well, they should get a job, but you know what survival on the street is like? So we can't really... We can't really define. Like, <laughs> this is where I get really confused, though, because, okay, so if a baby, you know, something happens to a child, like a baby, okay, so they're being punished for what they did in their lifetime, their previous lifetime, but, like, if you track it back to, like, through all time where that soul began, that soul began as an infant, so what could that infant have possibly done that was so terrible? Well, it's the mark of it's the mark of it's it's the mark of I mean it's the mark of original sin. I mean now I'm talking Catholic terms, but you know, but it's it's original sin. We're all born as sinners because of what happened in the Garden of Eden. If you ascribe, I, I don't believe that. I don't believe that. Yeah, yeah. Did I, well, are you religious? Did I call a religious show? Oh my god. Yeah, you know. I'm so sorry. No, Emily. I didn't mean to insult you at all. No, it's okay. You don't have to. Right? No, no, Emily. You're entitled to your views. I, I don't ascribe subscribe to that wholeheartedly either. But well, if we go back to the natural please. world, if a young little chimpanzee enters away from its mother and goes into the jungle a little bit and is bitten by a snake, now is that chimpanzee being punished, or is it a matter of learning? what is dangerous, maybe at some point being a, a bond, a, not, um, uh, you know, disciplined by the mother chimpanzee because, you know, it, it knows what is, what, how to protect its young. But it's yeah. not really, it's a matter of the law of life. We, we yeah, no, I, yeah. I, yeah, I know. Um, I don't know. I just think I, uh, I I like to I don't like to believe in anything. I sort of like to know it because like what good is a belief system? Um, but just to make me feel better, right? And I I felt like you know I um, I cannot even and I have a very open mind, but I can't get on board with with um, this idea of uh, of of being of of of, of we're born bad, uh, like we're this sin. This I, I just I can't get behind that at all. Um, and I just think that. But I appreciate you guys taking my call, and thank you for letting me talk to you. I do have to go, but I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Okay. okay. Yeah. All right. 
you know, in response to Emily's uh, comment, um, I, I don't believe that we're all here because we're bad or we have to make up for something. I believe that, that the journey on the earth is kind of an open book. The content of why we're here is already established that we don't have to believe in. We are here. And we don't have to believe that we'll live forever. We will die. So the, so the bookends of life, it, whether you believe it or not, is we will born, we'll be born, and we will die. I believe that the energy between those bookends is up to us. Uh, that's what I believe. I, I think there are some parts of fate, maybe, or if you want to call Des- these words. Destiny. Destiny, fate. There, there may be some guiding line behind that as far as how that connects to the human condition as opposed to something higher. You know, it's hard to put a rule or two. But I do believe that, that the human effort to perform on the planet is a lot to do with free will. I think we, we get to have, we have brains and we get to use those brains and we get to make choices. Now, for those of us who do not have choices, maybe there is some, quote, destiny, fate, rigid okay. position so, locked into it. But I, I believe in free will. Let's get into the idea of, so the idea of free will and, you know, people that have brains that are, that are able to think and, and make choices and decide, okay, do I want to indulge myself and live a life of uh, hedonism uh, on the planet or am I going to be more of someone who is a steward of the, of, of the, of the planet and, and cares about human life and, and animal life um, and, you know, right, rise to a level of spirituality. But let's talk about those who don't have brains to use, people that are, people that are um, you know, brain dead. They get into a car accident and, 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 and they live on life support for, for however many years, years and years, or, or people that are um, perhaps uh, mentally ill and don't have the full use of their mind. How, how is that, you know, schizophrenic? People that are not in touch with reality. I mean, there is such a variety of conditions on the earth and not everybody has free will to make of their lives what they want to make of it, whether it be self-serving or for the service of others, you know? Yeah, I... You know, even in uh, in my experience of being a psychic all my life, I I noticed that some things seem to be locked in and they're going to happen. And then I encounter positions where energy might work or, or to change an effect or situation, right? So I, you know, it's hard to say <laughs> put a blanket statement to life itself. Um, when you get into matters of religion, seems to be there seems to be a line of, of energy that says, "Well, this is what's going to happen, and these are the conditions, and 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 it's well defined." But but I mean, when we get into issues of philosophy, existentialism, we, we it's going to be up to us to decide, to decide our destiny. There's a there's a part of the human mind 
that will conduct it. But how do you decide destiny? How do you decide destiny when you're mentally compromised? You can't decide destiny until the conclusion is reached. You know, then you can say, well, it was destiny. So then, so then, then in that case, the, the the soul has to return to the earth to be able to exercise free will in order to make something of his or her life. So that that's <laughs> then you know, so it's a karmic situation well, where you get back to the idea of karma you know, and then well, you get back to the idea of of you know of what happened in the Garden of Eden and the corruption. That was perfection. But it was set up. They may not believe in the Garden of Eden. They may not but believe in the way we were formed. That maybe they believe in they aspects, they can, that, know, but I mean, you know, Martians drop but uh, well, plant. you can, I mean, evolution can coexist with the Garden of Eden, which it does. I mean, I've been, I believe in the evolution, absolutely. Well, the Bible has evolved, has an evolving theme well, to it sure. too, as well. The seven days in the Bible, it's not necessarily seven days. Well, the, the life was developed on an ecological basis. It was like, you know, the fish, the, the plants the insects, the mammals. And so, and that's the way, you know, whether a human being, you know, reversed their thinking and decided this would be a good explanation for the way life existed, um, who knows? But it, it's not, the, question, the, the real question is, and it will never really be answered, and there's always going to be a debate as to what are we doing here? Why are we here? What are we supposed to do? Is this for learning? Is this to be to learn how to live in an uncomfortable situation and to cope with it? Is it to, you know, the idea of comfort? Now, that can't be a universal statement because not everybody has. Right. Not everybody has the same standard of comfort as another. Right. You know. So uh, it, we're, in a, we're in a vast ambiguous pool of existence there's really no clarity it's like trying to well there's water now if i take my left hand and my right hand and separate it i'll be able well maybe if it was the red sea but i'll be able to split the water in two and clearly define what is right and what is wrong you can't do it life is like a big barrel of water you're not going to be able to you might be able to take parts of it out and analyze it According to Ir- Irma Bombeck, it's it's like a bowl of cherries. Is she the one who said life is a bowl of cherries? I don't know. No, she didn't say life is a bowl of cherries. It was a yeah. it was a play on it in her, oh. in her. It was a play on life is a bowl of cherries. Well, you know, I gotta I, look it up. I can't remember. Bombeck. I I don't. I I think that. I think that. Yes, life is just a bowl of cherries. If life is just a bowl of cherries, sorry. Why do I get why, the pits? Why do I, exactly. Yeah. Something like that. Why do I always get in pits? Right. Um, I mean, then this is here we are. And this is <laughs> pertinent to our discussion. I've never understood why they call it an armpit. It doesn't look, Gross. they don't go in that deep. But you I know, mean, it's not like a pit. you know, but. I mean, you know, to Emily's point, you know, my, I tell my children, uh, you know, you chose me. 
how can how can that be? I mean, how can the children choose the parents and without the parent having some yeah. and without the parent yeah. having say in what's happening? Yeah. They, this is not a matter of the soul's choice, and you know we're on a mission, each one of us, like this special mission well, onto that the means planet. That the children are controlled. The parent and they've decided what the parent should. Right, be. makes no sense. I'm no. sorry, I just I, doesn't I make sense. I don't believe that either. I mean, it's a nice little comment to make on the Hallmark State uh, channel, but I don't, I don't necessarily believe that as well. No, it's a karmic situation that a child is born into because of whatever, whatever. I think it's very complex. Yeah, it's, in terms it's of, intricate. I mean, you can't get to the, I mean, nitty gritty of it on a, our radio show. Well, why, yeah, why children, a child comes into a certain shows family? The parent, then that means the parent's life is only here because of the, the child. Right. And that forget about anything the parent did beforehand. And she'll she probably go, That's not what I meant, but it doesn't make any sense when you when you get down to the root of makes the, no sense. the logic of that statement. It makes no sense. It doesn't seem to make sense not, to me, so I wouldn't I mean I wouldn't not to credit insult. it with any sense of pure accuracy. Is there some form of karmic connection between parent and child? Yes. But then again, if the parent if the children chose the parent, why are there divorces? Why are there, you know, well, that's because it was just started. You know, that it just set the ball going. Why do parents abuse their children? Yeah, and, and why you know, would... They're so why, enslaved by their children that the children... Why, is the child, why would the child choose a parent that is going to be abusive and kill the child? Yeah, that makes no mean, sense. Or mean, or, or neglectful. You know, whatever. Cho- the child chose, chose that. that. So, you well, know, I mean, I mean that, I mean, and then that... It, you know, brings up the idea of, you know, coming to the planet to be in an uncomfortable situation. I mean, come on. You, you don't go, you know, it's not, it's so the child chose to be abused by the parents so, so, so they could experience what it was like to be uncomfortable. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's, 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 sorry, not that it, it's the actions of the soul that bring a child back into a family that is abusive. Probably because the child in a former life was the abuser. I mean, possibly, I mean, possibly that's an explanation, mm-hmm. I, but I mean, it is like you said, intricate. So it's to, 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 to determine karmically you know, I mean, look at all the people on the earth. You know, we can't we can't determine on a broad, general basis why every person comes back to the planet, but it, because it's so individualized. But there can be general ideas applied about why a soul returns. I'd never get down to the order of existence itself. Why was the planet created? You know, there seems to be an, an order to the, to the planet. There seems to be an intricate order to our planet, just as there is an intricate order to our universe. Did this all just happen because dust is God? God is dust, and it just cosmic dust occurred. Well, who created the dust? Who created the rock? Who, you know, you get to a place where you can drive yourself crazy trying to figure out the yeah, origin because right. it doesn't stop or start at the point of human existence. We're, we're little pebbles in the order of existence. It starts and stops even before 
we consider the origins of the universe, the solar system, how life started, why, why was this planet created, why is there such a, a miraculous order of, it, of creation, flowers, birds, trees, humans, reptiles, mammals. Right, did the flowers, lakes, did, did the lakes and flowers choose to exist? I mean, so, you know. Consciousness getting, and everything. But, you know, we get it. When it gets too frustrating, we, we consider the creator. We start to use metaphors for the absolute mind intelligence out there, even if we don't give it a proper common name. And we just say, it's, um, I asked my grandmother once, do you believe in God? She does not believe in science created the earth. I mean, I knew what she meant, but it seemed like such a ridiculous statement that science created the earth. Um, who created science? Right. So, you know, we're never going to get down to the basics. So when we get down to creating these weird abstractions about the soul, but what is the meaning of the soul? And does the soul is it, you know when does the soul exist in the body? And but then we t- yeah it, it, well I mean the idea of the soul's choice to come down and experience the uncomfortableness of the planet. I mean then we're getting into the ego. Does the soul have an ego? Well, I'm deciding to come to Earth and 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 experience Earth and being uncomfortable, which. By the way, I mean, yes, we all are destined to die. So I, if, that's our only, if that's our only experience of being uncomfortable on the planet, then, I mean, yes, we all come down to the planet and, and are going to experience some discomfort at some point and usually experience the deaths of other people, even if we come down into a life that is um, blessed with you know, comfort, etc. But you know, well, the you know, soul choosing. I mean, of, it's like that's that that's that means the soul has an ego. So well, how can I mean, the soul choose? Her the point of Emily's position is that we existed before we came down here. So on what on what plane did we make this decision? And according to what dictates? Who got who had conferences up there where? Uh, one soul said to the other soul, now you're going to go down there, and when you get to be this age, you're going to have me, and that's the way it's going to be. And, and the, you know, the soul, is conduct, the soul is ruled by babies. Right. There's only babies up there that make the decisions, <laughs> and they wear big crowns on their head, and, they, and then that, and when they tell that, that person that they're going to have them as a baby, in other words, well, who created that person's existence? And then what happened? That baby, that person was a baby what, 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 And what happens to those? <laughs> <laughs> and then did that baby that became the mother tell the, the well, former mother what she was supposed exactly. to do? Exactly. Now we're running into this. Well, big... you, well, yeah, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. I mean, and then <laughs> for those who don't have children, who, 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 who commanded their existence? They're, you know. I don't know. The next it's time I look ridiculous. at Gerber baby food, um, the, the baby on Gerber baby food, I better bow down and, and praise God. I don't think it really works that way. I can't proclaim on this show nor in this body of skin what the what the situation is. You know, she does. She, um, 
phone caller said, I don't believe in beliefs. I have to know it. Well, well how does she you know, know it? I mean, right. it's just, the arguments are just full of holes, but the idea that we're trying to figure out. Ali- we're trying to alienate everyone from our show. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we have one we caller have, that disagrees with us. And now we're uh, being ridiculous. We're doing great. But, uh, but anyways, in... Um, in our, at least in our silent world of trying to put out energy to anyone who may be listening and listening to the archives, we're just we're trying to bring some basis and I guess comfort to people's lives in the best way we can. Are we going out on a limb by proclaiming to be psychic and insightful and uh, intuitive? Yeah, we have the right to do that. We well, and, and right I mean, and there's a, there's, a, there's a record of accuracy. So, you know, I mean, you can paint beautiful pictures, um, you know, and, 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 and be poetic. But, you know, it, ne- it may not necessarily truly apply to someone's life. And so if the, if, 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 psychic accuracy and realism frightens people, then, I mean, what can I say? Well, if, if Pollock told Leonardo da Vinci that he was an artist, Leonardo da Vinci would think he was insane. That wouldn't be art. On the other hand, if Leonardo da Vinci said, this, this is the way art should look, this is the way art should look, and I'm an artist. You see, we, we, the concept of how we create is in the eye of the beholder. We we don't we don't we are confined by any one part of speech. So if we take that metaphor, what is art? Which has been a big question throughout the philosophy of humankind. Art is something that evolves. It changes, it transforms. Well, I mean, we talk about this a lot on the show about language and the frustration about the evolution of language and how language has changed yeah. <laughs> and, 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 and how, you know, these catchphrases become popular and, 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 and the way words are used have changed into a, 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 a way that doesn't really fit no. our idea I mean, of how language should evolve. It's so it's the same. to say to an Eskimo, hey, chill out. You know, <laughs> well, maybe. <laughs> you know, I mean, it doesn't make any, um, <clears throat> you know, words are just tools. They're just figurative tools. And they, and they don't, they don't really have any purpose except in the, in the current consciousness of how we want to manipulate language and make it colorful just like a bunch of dots that are really a form of art, i.e. Pollock, can be called a painting just as much as Leonardo, Leonardo da, Vinci da Vinci's, right? can be, can be look considered at, an and, artist. Yeah. I don't think there's any answers. There's any, there, there aren't any real answers. You pick your poison, you pick your cake, and you live with what you believe. We all have our own belief system, and thank God we do. Because that's what makes existence so very Okay, we're out of time. So um, <laughs> hopefully we'll hear from some of you on Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 p.m. Eastern. Bye-bye.